own victory. There is all the I think the gunfire is just I don't know about you, but I do. I do the gunfire. Why are you so many prayers going on? What do you think of my prayers going on? Well, when I'm feeling like that, I really don't care about your prayers. Just be honest, okay? Do you care about your prayers? Don't ask me about mine. No, why? Are Jesus' promises about prayer trustworthy? I know some of you are actually talking to them about that. Don't ask me, I'm okay so far. I don't know how much you're talking about, and I'm glad those people are asking questions right here. Everybody give me a second. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 to 8. We use the New Living Translation for these promises this morning. Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. Keep by for everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. Everyone who knocks, the door will be open. John 14. I tell you the truth. I mean, this, this is the night before Jesus died. So, you know, if you can't say it, you're pretty sure it's like deathbed confession stuff, right? I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same work that I have done. He's talking about the miracles that he did. Anyone who believes in me will do the same work that I have done, and even greater work because I'm going to be with the Father. You can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it. Of the Son to bring glory to the Father. Well, okay, but you know, that's only once or twice, right? He said it again, yes, you can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it. And just to make sure we didn't miss out on it, we got chapter 50, same night, and he knows he's going to die. In the same conversation, he comes back to them and says, But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want. And it will be granted. Just a few verses later, he says, You didn't choose me, I chose you. I pledge you to go for these last two fruits. So the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. Oh, and just to make sure we didn't miss out uh, in the next chapter, chapter 16, he says it again, same night, same that same conversation, so to speak. At that time, you will ask, you will ask me nothing. I tell you the promises, whatever you ask, the Father of my name, he will give you. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask, and you will receive it. So that your joy may be complete. Now, somebody told me that I trust that you believe in God and His prayer. Well, I do. To be honest with you, the fact that I'm standing here is the fact that God answers prayer. My parents were told they would never have children. Never. 
It's impossible. You know, when I was born, the doctor told my mother it was a fluke. Somebody's probably thinking, you know, God sometimes says, yeah, but I'm 
so that your Father in heaven may produce you your kingdom. There are a couple of restrictions to the wallowers and the independence of Jesus' promises. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. He is sovereign, and you cannot tell him what to do. And the other restriction involves the attitude toward others. The first involves the attitude toward them, the recognizing him as king, the sovereign over your life. And the other refers to the attitude toward others. And when you give forgiveness, you'll receive forgiveness. But if you won't forgive, you won't be forgiven. Some of you think, well, surely Jesus didn't mean that. Well, if you go to Matthew chapter 6, where he goes back to the teachers of the Lord's Prayer, the only thing he goes back to explain is that little phrase about forgive us our trespasses as we have forgiven those who trespass to me or trespass to himself. Right? And then he goes back and he says, in case you don't understand, if you don't forgive, you won't be forgiven. And then he has to make sure we got it. And now he's after 18. Peter goes, okay, so we got this forgiveness thing. You know, it's important. So, uh, seven times, right? Seven is the perfect number. We are told. This is more like seven. And before we get to it, it's better than the answer. And Jesus smiles at him and says, well, I think more like seven times seven. I don't know if Peter did math as fast as some of us could do and had been right in the post, right? That's 490 times. How are you doing good to count the steps? To be quite honest. I know I would have to start over many times trying to count the 490. Especially if whoever was giving me a hard time tripped me up. Or two, right? And what we were saying, you're never going to get done forgiving. Forgiveness is, by the way, your deliberate decision to stop striking back against the person who harmed you in any way. It is the decision to stop striking back in any way, including unfixing the bad thing that happened to you. You know, like a boot truck falling over onto a car if you want to say. Now, for those of you who have had that thought, it's not your will, is it? But forgiveness, forgiveness is a deliberate decision to pay away all of that. It doesn't mean you make that, it doesn't mean you reconcile. You know, if the person is still a dirty, rotten person, are still mean and toxic, you cannot reconcile with them. But you just don't need to go around dreaming about bad things happening to them. Now, Lord, I know you want to forgive them, but you know, the deer would have run out in front of us. All through the 
He was so important to Jesus that he said to himself, not to just to himself, but to cry out loud enough for everyone to hear him. Why did he forsake me?
The way we live until it becomes not a prayer life, but a life today, which is a thing that feeds us to death. We absolutely want to give ourselves and our cares and our lives to you. We can do whatever we want, but even if we fight, we're going to fight. We are the power of God. We love this. You can help us engage in that conversation if you want to share with us. That conversation you created us to live. And the people who are 